You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Now, I don't want you just to receive this as another message, but it's something that you need to seriously begin to consider and to walk in. Because if you don't consider and walk in it, if it's just something that you just say, yes, hallelujah, amen, that was powerful, who's coming next week? You lose the power of it. Because God wants to do something in this ministry in the last hour. Family, days are evil. But the children of God works great, even among us those days. God is preparing not just people who come to sit in a church, but a remnant of people that can go out and change the, the communities for the glory of God. There's so much harvest, but we are going to need the assets to bring forth the harvest. So now, God had given me some of these keys I spoke to you about, so I don't want to repeat them because of time, but you must understand, family, that in order to walk in this word, you have to know that God is your father. The Bible says that in the fullness of time, he sent his son who was born under the law so that he could redeem them that were under the law and they could receive adoption as sons. Galatians 4, 4, if you read 4, 4 and 5. So we could receive adoption. Adoption is when a family you don't know adopts you. When you are not born again, when you're in the world, you belong to Satan's family. And then you're adopted. Now, when you get adopted in your new family, the only way you can function in that new family is if you align your thinking with their thinking. Because in your old family, you're taught how to talk bad. In your old family, you're taught how to lie. In your old family, you're taught how to complain. Now you are in this new family. In order to receive the resources of this new family, you are going to have to align your thinking with that family. If you don't align your thinking, you're going to see giving from a perspective of God taking from you. He is your daddy. You've got children here. Your children can give you something, but they're not giving you because you need. See, there's a relationship happening there. Therefore, we need to look at some key things tonight because we're going to do a few things here. And I hope um, everybody here eats popcorn because I've got some popcorn seeds here to pop later. Amen. Uh, For some of you that come to church hungry, I'm going to be sorting you out tonight. Amen. So we've been talking in the morning about increase, but tonight I'm going to still continue the message increase, what you need to know about kingdom wealth. Now, I am starting from point four. I did three points this morning. I probably will do another two or three, God willing, tonight. And we are going to go into debt cancellation and destroying of the debt. Amen. Now, point four, giving is not a donation, but a spiritual transaction. Your giving in the kingdom is not a donation. It's, not a, it's a spiritual transaction. Your tithing is not you trying to give to God something. It's a spiritual transaction. There is something happening in the spirit while you are doing it. Second Chronicles uh, from verse 1 to 6. Uh, Second Chronicles chapter 1, sorry, from... From verse 6 to 7, 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 6 to 7 says, And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of the meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings. What did he do? He offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. 
on that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask what I shall give you. Here you can see that the question, ask what I shall give you, came as a result of the giving or the offering of Solomon. There was a spiritual transaction, and when Solomon gave, that prompted God to act on the covenant of giving because the covenant of increase does not have any respect to prayer and fasting. It is a covenant that only works through giving. The Lord said this to me a few, when I was starting to learn these things, he said to me, my covenant plan and my prosperity is available to all, but only accessible by the obedient. The biggest devil that bedevils humans and that bedevils the church folk, it is not the devil himself, it is the devil of disobedience. Satan is not your greatest enemy, but disobedience is. Because the Lord says in the book of Genesis 8, 22, as long, why, while the earth remaineth, while it remaineth, seed time and harvest. Cold and winter goes on to say, cold and heat and summer and winter and night and day shall not cease. Why? Because it's a covenant. Covenants don't come to an end because somebody at Harvard is trying to explain giving away. Tithing doesn't work anymore. It was under the law. This is a covenant just like the covenant of eating and going to the toilet. How many of you know? No matter how old you get. My grandfather died at 121 years old. He still needed to eat. The day before he died, he ate. He was 121 years old. Because it's something that we cannot change no matter how modern we become. So when I started this thing, I thought, you know, I'm just going to serve God. Hallelujah. And I'm just going to pray. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and I prayed more than many people. I would pray all night prayer meetings on my own. And I prayed. I shaka Zulu did everything. Shaka Rabasaka, shaka Zulu. I did everything. And I still never grew because I wanted to use the key of speaking in tongues to open the door to the key to the room of increase. And God said to me, that key will not open that door. In my kingdom, I have given you keys to my kingdom. And the key to increase has to be opened by the rules of that key. And therefore, that's why God's people, even in this time, some of them are suffering through what the world is going through because they've never really become the true covenant practitioners and walk in this. They still have a mentality, the church wants money from us. That is why they are still tithing and don't having because they are paying it as a Jew. But when you understand that this is a father and son increase method, a daughter and father increase method. I am about to be increased. This is, a, this is a transaction in the spirit. Now, let me show you something in Acts chapter 10 from verse 3 to 4. Acts chapter 10 from verse 3. Now, if you read from verse 1, you'll see more of it, but I don't have time to go all of this. So I'm just going to read 3 and 4. It says, about, about the, ninth, um, the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly a vision of an angel of God coming in and saying unto him, Cornelius. Some of you know this story about Cornelius. He had been giving so much alms to poor people and give, his giving was so massive, you know, and, and you can read through yourself at your own time. But it says here, so the angel appeared to Cornelius. I want to show you why an angel appeared to him. And when he had observed him, he was afraid and he said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers, number one, 
and your arms, number two, have come up for a memorial before God. Giving is not a donation, it's a spiritual transaction. When this man was giving in, on, in a local sphere, he was giving on planet Earth. While least he was giving on planet Earth, he was using the key of prayer and he was using the key of giving. Both of those were memorials before the throne of God. The Bible says, the angel said, there were memorials that have come up before the throne. Your giving becomes a memorial right in heaven, even when you throw it in this basket down here. But there were two pillars built there. One was prayer. If he only prayed and never gave, the angel have said, the memorial of prayer has come upon God. But it says two memorials have come up, which means all he did was pray. He could have a memorial up there and still be broke down here because if there ain't no memorial up there, there ain't no harvest down here. So it was a spiritual transaction that took place. And God said, wow, look at this memorial coming up. Some of you give up too early. Your memorial was like three quarters going up and you gave up. <laughs> They'll be like, in heaven, whose memorial is this, man? I mean, this thing is half built. Because, see, Christians want it to happen overnight. But when you become a true practitioner of these things, you begin to do supernatural things. You know, businesses close all around you and they come to find out from you. How do you do what you do? Who are you? I'm not talking about believers. I'm talking about non I have non-believers wanting to know what I'm... Non-believers. Because the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And that blessing is for you to be a blessing. You are not yet blessed if all you are doing is paying your lights and water and your rent at home. You are blessed to affect other people with your level of blessing. You are blessed so that we don't only buy this building as a church. We take over buildings. We take over this whole area. Somebody said, why does the church need this whole area? You see, we need to know that our father owns Table Mountain and ain't nobody stays inside. That's your daddy. And God is saying that for the harvest, do you know if one area here in, you know, in, in the Helderberg, one area got born again and all decided to come to the bay next week Sunday, you've got a big problem space-wise. This is the thing. God wants his people to go beyond a thinking of, you know, I just need my bills paid. So you come and you are giving your tithe for that. God is increasing you to be a blessing. You are blessed in the orders of Abraham. As Abraham was, so are you. So then giving is not a donation, it's a spiritual transaction. Number five, increase is covenant-based and does not answer to grace. Grace is a key. It's a very powerful key. I want to explain this because it's very important. Many people say, it's the New Testament, therefore the grace. Now giving is a grace. However, the New Testament, you know, it's, um, you know, when we're in the New Testament, God loves us so much, so it doesn't matter whether we give or not, we are just going to receive by the grace of God, Pastor. You'll be like me, seven years pastoring a church, hoping the grace would work, and, and no grace worked for me. 
I was hoping it would work and I was praying and he said, God, you love me so much. And the Lord said to me, I've given you the keys. It's not going to fall on you like ripe cherries coming off a tree. I've given you keys. You need to use those keys to access the room for the finances that I've already given you. He says, my prosperity plan is accessible to all. It's, it's, it's available for all, but only accessible by those that can take the key and open the door. Now, increase is best. Um, it's a covenant. Agree, it's an agreement, you see. It's not a grace thing like, okay, look, by the grace of God, this year I'm going to grow financially. By the grace of God, I'm going to increase this year. You can only talk that way if you have already acted on the covenant. But if you haven't acted, grace will be like, who are you, man? <laughs> it will be like, what's your name? See, because the grace of God is powerful. But giving is a covenant agreement. It's an agreement enacted by, between God and man. That is why even though we pastor a church, we are the biggest givers in our ministry. Because we have realized that the power is not in um, the, just the you know, people in our church giving to us. We saw at a high level. Why? Because it's not the people's giving that blesses us. It's our giving that blesses us. And I can guarantee you, I have seen mom and dad personally when they come visit us. You know, it's like, you know, they'll sow seed. Why are you sowing such a big seed? I mean, you're just visiting here. You're supposed to be getting it. And, 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 you know, I want to bless you. You want to, you know, because they are givers. You understand what I'm saying? So you are dealing here with men and women that are givers. Now, Daniel 11, 32, Daniel 11, um, um, you know, chapter 11, verse 32 says, and such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert. And such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert and seduce. This is the devil. Those that will violate God's covenant, he shall pervert and seduce with flatteries. But the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do great exploits. Or do exploits. Those that think giving is gone with whoever before, you know, now we are, we are all born again. We are all Jesus now has brought us in and we don't need to give nobody. You know, God's grace will look after us. And, you know, and they've got that type of mentality. That's the enemy lying to them. It's because he wants to stop them from the access that they have to the door that God. There is a massive room. You can't finish what's in there for each family here. But it's going to be accessed through um, your faithfulness. Psalm 25, 14 says, The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, revere, and worship him, and he shall show them his covenant and reveal to them its deep inner meaning. He will reveal to you the deep inner workings of his covenant. We thought we just prayed out. That's what we thought. And God says to me, my covenant plan, can, my covenant of increase only works through giving. And he says, when you're giving me, these things the Lord is teaching me. Point six, devils have 24-hour access to the finances of those in disobedience to the covenant of giving. Devils have got 24-hour access, even though you are born again, Okay. But within your area of your financial area, I was a pastor pastoring a church. I'm still, but I was pastoring for seven years. 
Every other area I was okay, but financially I was struggling because Saturn had access because I was struggling to give in that area. I thought it was about taking money and pastors, I had a whole lot of complaints. But then when I read the word, I realized that this thing did not originate in America or in some country somewhere. This is an agreement between God and his adoptees. This is how my new family function. This is what you need to do in the new family. Now, because of our time, I'm gonna, I want to go straight away and do this because I know I might not have enough time and I'll disappoint a few people here, especially those that were ready to eat this popcorn. Now, I've got some seeds here. I've just used popcorn seeds now. I hope you guys have with a vacuum cleaner and um, you know, you'll be able to you know, <laughs> get rid of it. It's not going to be all of it. You know? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I throw a seed here who's able to catch it with their mouth. If you can catch it, you know, I didn't sanitize. If you can catch it, <laughs> you get a thousand rand cash. Ah, no, I'm just, can you see? Ah, you don't have to be, to, be, to be thankful for my thousand. God will bless you with yours. Now, watch this. I, I'm going to ask guys to, to help me. Maybe I can have uh, maybe about six guys come around, but I know we have to social distance, all right? So they can even stand on the floor here. If I've got six guys, anyone can come. Just to, to help me, please. About six guys, <laughs> if you can come quickly. All right, thank you. I think that, that's fine. So, if, Mark, if you can stand one here, like, like your bodyguards, you know, like you, know, you, were, you were busy watching you know, Kanye West or something. <laughs> All right. When you are a tither, when you begin tithing, God puts a wall around you. He puts a wall around you. Devils cannot access. Go read Malachi. I'm not going to go into Malachi because it's going to be, you have to read, you know, because of time. But Satan won't access. When you start tithing, a wall is put around you. Therefore, there's no access from the enemy to take what you have. So they protect your land. So this podium here is our land. So this is your land in the spirit. Now, as you're sowing and as you're giving, your memorial needs to be built right here. Now, your, the area of your memorial is now protected by your tithing. But watch here, there's nothing growing, you're only protected. That is why it's possible to be a tither and still struggle to meet your needs. Because even though you are tithing, protection is there. Their bodyguards, devils are jealous in the spirit, but you'll be like sitting here broke. <laughs> That's why the Bible says that this whole nation has robbed me in tithing and offerings. Okay. Now, when you tithe, you are protected. Now, whatever you do and you throw your seed, your, your offerings, that needs to be a big... That's why we gave a, a whole property. We gave a property of a million rand in cost. No, I'm just, I, I don't even tell you other things. Because we are believing for a billion rand floor. A million is not money. We want to go to a billion floor. Why? For the kingdom of God. Amen. So when you throw seeds, you gave a house, you know, you came to church here, you sowed a seed. God loves you. Do you think if you sowed a thousand rand tonight and you had no money for transport, do you think God would neglect you and you're going to die of hunger? God is, God is pro propagated on his side to honor the covenant. He has to. So as you are giving... Trusting God, giving to, well, give to poor God to give you back, but it's part of your seed. You've got seed in the ground, it's growing, you're throwing a seed. How much you get is dependent on how much seed you give. Now, 
This is what God showed me in Genesis. Abraham went to fight. Well, they took Lot and Abraham, as you know, went to get Lot. But he had 318 other people that went with him. Remember that? Abraham did not go alone. Abraham went as a corporation. These people were working for Abraham. They went together as a corporation, and they went and they got all these things from these people. Abraham took everything that they took from these people, and Abraham gave a tenth of all the things that they had taken. Corporate tithing. If you are a business person here and you don't tithe with your business, you keep on giving excuses. See, the reason why I don't really tithe the business, I'm an accountant, so you can't, you, 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 can't, you know, fool me. The reason why I can't tithe from my business is because, you see, I don't really know what I make. Okay, well, so don't take anything from your business because you're not sure what you're making. Don't take a salary, don't pay any wages to people because you know what you are making. If you're really serious about it, you calculate it. This is what has happened to us. When it happened in our church, we were giving as a family. Pastor, listen, I were giving. Listen, I giving. And we're, this is now Wellington Tlamini's ground in heaven. Everything is growing. But the ministry was not giving over there. The businesses were not giving over there. So what Satan does, even though you are blessed here because you got seeds, he will use your lack of order that side to steal what you have here. So you become the blesser of your business over there. Even if you are a pastor, you begin to think paying those bills for the church is the burden of the Lord for you. No, no, it's not the burden. It's devil stealing your money over there because they got access because your institution is not a tither. That's what it's doing. So that's why you see there are people that are so blessed. Our church is a tither. Because tithing is not money coming into a church. Tithing is a spiritual transaction for that organization for the blessing of it. So the Lord said to me, if you are going to be a global changer in this world, your organization must become bigger tithers than you. Because what began to happen, we were seeing increase everywhere. But then when it came to difficult times, we just hear the phone call. Oh, the business is short so much. The church is short so much. So we go into this little kitty that we thought we had over there. Prachis. <laughs> go to this little kitty. We take whatever is in that little kissy, kitty. We go over there and we go and fix that. Saturn said, I don't care. You're going to give here and do whatever. But I'm going to steal from your corporation over there. I'll give you liquidations. I'll destroy your business. Your fruit will cut, your vines will cast their fruit before the time over there. That's why God says that your vines will not cast their fruit before the time, said the Lord of us. What it means is that you will not reach liquidation levels. Where before you make it, your business fails. We were there. There are people here with corporations. This is your hour, it has come. Because the business was not for you to pay your bills, it is an asset for the kingdom of heaven. And you've been giving so that your neighbor will think, you know, you know, sometimes when the basket goes past, we don't want our neighbor to think we're disobedient. So we give whatever we want. You don't fool me, I've been in church a long time. You know, you know, we've been a long time in church to fool one another. You know that? So the basket will go do do down there. And, you know, I say like, hey, what would they think? Let me throw something. It's not about throwing something because it's not a donation. 
is about understanding how that covenant is working. Now, business guys that are in here, I don't know where you are. I don't know where tithe is. Some of you guys that want to start businesses, if you don't do it this way, you will struggle to make that business work. You close it. It will be a burden. You come to Pastor Conrad and say, Pastor Conrad, please lay hands and pray. You will lay hands. You will lose your hairy laying hands. And... <laughs> Blue in the face. You will be beating in the face. Pastor Conrad, in Jesus' name. And you make the, the pastor, the, you know, the domain is tired. He wants to sleep because he is rebuking nothing is going. <laughs> Pastor Sam is praying, shabba, shabba. Nothing is happening. Laying hands. You know why? Because the devils look at you and say, God does not have the jurisdiction to rebuke me over that business. Because God says when you tithe, I will rebuke the devourer. Because the Bible is a legal book in the spirit. So it's, we work with the legal system in the spirit. If God doesn't obey that, if you don't obey that legal system, God cannot do anything for you, even though he loves you. My goodness. You may be seated for, because I don't have time to give it, because we are out of time. But there are much more other things we can, we're going to look at. Anyway, another time. Now, I mean, you're free to eat some of these seeds if you like to, because, because, <laughs> you know, it's holy ground, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen to me. I don't know if you wrote your date, your date on your phone. Whoever wrote everything on their phone, because we, we're out of time. So if you wrote your whatever it is you are believing God to be, the Lord said to me in October, this coming few months and into next year shall be months of months for my people. I am going to make my people debt free. Some in 24 hours. You must understand, the debt freedom begins in the spirit. Now, when the bank statement comes with a negative figure and the kind storm is still coming through, it doesn't negate what has already taken place in the spirit tonight. So, therefore, you need to then walk with the key of confession because it's the key. And some of you that have not tithed, you need to come back to tithing because you... Non-tithers complain all the time like Cain. It's true. That's what I said to Cain. Cain, why is your face like that? You were sucking on lemons, buddy. What's, what's wrong with you? It's because Cain did not do what God had called him to do. If you come back and you say, Father, I'm going to tithe properly, not as I'm scared, but as a way of saying, this is my way to be trusted. So what we did in the church back home, the Lord told us, take all the, um, the people's, let them write it on paper. So people wrote all their tithing on paper. You know, different. You know, and he says, I want you to take it and after church, give it to some of your leaders. They must go and burn it. Even as this smoke goes into the sky, so their debt is dissipating and disappearing. I am the Lord thy God, and I will do it for sure. But obviously, we are so many of us, and we don't have the time to do all of that. So I decided let's do it on our phones because I'm quiet of the Lord, and that's still fine. Okay? Let's stand up to our feet. How many of you after this message are going to be covenant practitioners? What we are going to do tonight is for those that are serious covenant practitioners. They're going to sit with their families again when they leave church and say, Honey, sweetheart, you know, we've been, we've been, we've, 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 we've gone away a little bit, but let's come back again to this place. 
and this time not as a law, but this time let's do it because we have to be entrusted. And, and, and businesses are going to start to flow. There's going to be so much businesses here. I see people owning massive buildings and property companies and ocean liners and, and you know, the, the gogo that was selling guineas on the side of the road who own a spa. Because it's not working hard, it's in trust, it's meant. It's not how much you give. If you give from the guinea, God will give you the spa because it's not about how big it is. It's about your heart towards him. Just lift up your phones, everybody. I will pray. Even as the Lord showed me. Everyone that has, you have written the dead down. Don't be scared. It, the, to the, God wants good stewards. Don't be like that type of person that hides and you don't know what's coming, don't know what you really owe people. Put them, know your net worth like I did. If your net worth is 40 grand, that's fine. God blesses you because you know where you are at. It's important to know where you are at. Father, tonight, even as you given me this word, you said, in this coming months they shall be called months of months. I will heal my people. Those that are sick financially, debt has engulfed their finances. Some of them have been in debt. That seems like it cannot end. Constant payments. Homes and bones and, 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 and some are renting forever. It looks like they cannot even access their own properties. Tonight, even as you taught me and you told me, there's going to be a move in the spirit concerning the Bay Christian Family Church. A move, a brasetena, magishikela. I will open up a door, a wide door for this church, said the Lord. It shall be great and mighty, and nobody shall stop it, because I, the Lord, have spoken it, for it is my heart and my desire that this church had to be put here. It was me, said the Lord, that came forth and established even the very foundations of this building for this, such a time as this. And you are not here by error. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to every dead, to every family, to everybody here under the sound of my voice, those in the campuses, those that are watching me online, I speak to that dead. I command you and instruct you by the anointing and the authority given to me over this message. I now command you and instruct you, disappear, be dissipated, be destroyed. Now, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying. Falling away of, of uh, bed listing on credit bureaus. Falling away. Why? So that they can become fresh covenant practitioners and walk in the power again. I take authority over your debt. I take authority over the things that are being owed. Within a month, some will be debt free. 24 hours, bonds will be paid up. Supernatural payment of bonds and, and taxes. The businesses here owing SARS. Supernatural cancellation of audits. I speak life, power, glory, anointing right now from tonight. You are dead free. Now, listen to me very carefully. You take, you believe God, you've got, don't delete that on your phone. Thank God every time you look at it. Thank you, Father. You, you are not trying to make it work. I have already prayed, so it's my fault if it didn't work. And God's fault. But if you become a covenant practitioner and come back to the table of operating the covenant, 
you are going to be made debt free because your debt is stopping you from giving the house to somebody else. You can't give Standard Bank's car to somebody else because, I mean, you're going to be in Paul's prison. So I can't be giving other, so it belongs to somebody else. But tonight, God says, I'm going to set them free and give them brand new land and new seeds and become sowers so they can begin to sow. From tonight, become a big finger, a global changer, global changers, global movers. I said, I don't care. Maybe there's a go-go down here. You, you've got a tax shop. Don't let people laugh at the tax shop. Because out of the tax shop, if you are faithful in seed time and sowing, you come out of a tax shop to the next building, to the next building, to the next building. You'll be selling cooking oil to become an oil giant. Supplying oil to the world. Supernatural power. I know we're out of time, but this is important. You are set free tonight. Now walk in an entrustment. Don't let God pull you to church anymore. Do you know why you come to church? Not because Pastor Conrad found you. You are obeying Hebrews 10.25. You come to church to obey Hebrews 10.25. Never neglect the gathering. So you are not obeying Dr. Allen Berg. Even if he never told you, you need to be entrusted. Therefore, your coming is a way of being entrusted with more. I hear what I'm saying to you. I like people that are obeying right now, that are sowing seed. You need to obey God. Some of you are in trouble. Even if it's your business that is in trouble, it is your time. You need to obey God right now. I didn't plan this. I didn't come to get an offering. I'm blessed by God. I can just come here and minister. I don't need an offering. I'm already blessed. Amen. Telling you, I'm already blessed abundantly. I've got everything that I need. Really, I'm not, you know, looking for more. I'm just, I'm completely content. But the thing is, it's not giving to a minister. Oh, Pastor Wellington, maybe we need to. No, no, no. You know, geez, you know, you looked a bit hungry on that. No, no, it's not about that. It's for you. Businessmen, do me a favor. Tomorrow, Monday, do your first EFT into this ministry. Break the molds. We never felt anything in lockdown. Nothing. Our business grew four or five times more in lockdown. We bought properties, not one, properties in lockdown. During lockdown time, we bought expensive vehicles in lockdown, costly. It's like when I drive past people, take pictures all the time. And like, you know, you know, they're going to go next and say, hello, you know. Like my son was upset last week, so I said, Daddy, all these people keep on taking pictures on your car. I said, leave them. It should be so for now. It was all in lockdown. Listen, family, I'm not bragging about it. I'm trying to show you that a man who had nothing through the practice of covenant, through practicing covenant, I didn't still, you know, not, you know somebody says to us, they did tokolosh. So I said to him, he said, Pastor, do you, tell me, do you do some deals? No. 
if some of you don't know, I said some words people don't know. A tokolo, she's a small little man like this. It's a devil. It's a little devil like this. That people believe you can get and it can get you money. So it can bring money to you. I, I, I got no tokolosh. Pure covenant practice. Nothing else. Just believe in God. When they say give, we don't miss this opportunity. We believe God. And we have seen God increase it. When I come here again next time, there will be big testimonies that you are going to hear. Amen. Massive testimonies. It's going to be great. Some of you are going to say, we don't know what happened, Pastor. We woke up. But I'm saying, don't get clever for God. Now, when God does that, don't think like, Jesus, I've got a lot of spare money. Now I need to go myself to Pledgenburg Bay and to Nice. The pastor said, where are you? He said, I'm in the, I'm Bay I'm for the last six weeks. Enjoy. It's not for toys. It's for kingdom growth and increase and in the empowerment of his kingdom. We can go on the whole night, Pastor, because, you know, the thing is this, you know, I mean, man, the anointing is full in this place. But I believe as people leave this place, this wave coming now will not touch any one of you here that are covenant practitioners. It will not touch you. It will not have a grasp on you. Whatever it's called, Omicron, Mamicron, Sonicron, Omicron, whatever cron it is. That cron end got no cron on you, baby. <laughs> because that covenant will keep you from death. It will pull you away from the gates of death and increase you and bless you. My goodness.